0: Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys. The Everything Sequel podcast contains explicit language. And I will not go to my room. Welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast. This is the Poltergeist Edition. Today we're pitching sequels. Michael Schantz here of the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, of course, Pitchmaster himself, Everything Soup, Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions. Hello, Tom. Sense of
1: humor is good. You're gonna need it. <laughs> <laughs> That also goes for these episodes as well right. uh, the Poltergeist, as well as the Poltergeist <laughs> Man, movies itself. that last
0: one was a doozy of depression it,
1: really it turned was, it yeah. took a turn there at the game didn't it <laughs> it's hard not to given what we're talking about but it did it it I didn't I didn't quite realize how uh humorless a movie it is yeah
2: yeah that's a good point
1: like I struggle to recall any kind of comedic or light moment in the entire movie and you say what you like about poltergeist too but they they they've got they've got some they decent go for the funny. in there yeah
0: yeah well of course the uh, third voice you're hearing everyone is our special guest matthew aldrich screenwriter thank you again matt for joining us for our uh, poltergeist adventure as we launch uh the 1982 project
2: yeah and again like i've said before like i can think of no better franchise to uh to talk about like this is the perfect crossover between 1982 right. and and the and the uh the noble work that you guys are doing here you know 1982 <laughs> 1982 <laughs> gave too much birth. credit 1982 noble gave birth Craig to Moore. a lot of the series that you have been talking you've talked about a lot of the movies like yeah. your 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 show has has uh has crossed paths with 1982 on more than one occasion
1: well like that kind of uh, whatever the show is called now, when the Today Show's over at like nine a.m., I don't even know what it's called now. It's called Later Today, like, you know, maybe. Like this morning, it's called Brunch. <laughs> That's what it should be called, but I'm pretty sure it's called something yeah. else. Um, but yeah, we're like the you know we we're we're like the we're the sequel to the to the main event. So <laughs> we we're gonna do right. we're gonna we're gonna you know we're 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 following up from the main anchors. You know, I think whoever they are, I think now. it's the other way around. Whichever ones have not been arrested for sexual harassment and/or <laughs> pushing a pro-conservative agenda on network television, <laughs> uh, we're the people who follow them. Right. <laughs> and there's nothing more noble, Craig, than that.
2: Noble, Craig. Noble.
1: Craig. <laughs> craig t nelson's alternate yes <laughs> his, his am i talking to craig monster. t
2: nelson or am i talking to noble craig right now <laughs> yeah i and look by the way um you know i i this this uh, tradition that you guys have of, of pitching sequels i think is is um it's perfect because it's like okay we've just we've just spent a good deal of time uh, uh picking these uh these two movies apart now it's like put your money where your mouth is um, yeah and, right uh, right you know see if you can learn from the lessons you know uh, <laughs> the object lessons of it's funny two and three
1: it's funny funny you should mention that because i've uh, this series has has sort of broken me really <laughs> to the point where i'm not I've decided not to not to try and elevate this series to where I think it should be because I think we all agree that continuing this series is a futile gesture. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to make a sequel that that's in the spirit of the series itself, which you know is completely tasteless. I was and, just going to ask need, you mean a needless something a inept needless and A to follow up to the previous movie. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, uh, if that's what you want, that's what you will get uh because I, I I can't see taking this series in any direction that that would serve it well.
2: Wow, that's that's that, that's bold and that's like um that's I mean that's a point to of view me, Tom yeah that's a that's a that's a pretty strong point of view to just say like no, we're gonna play this for Pulp and Camp and it's only going to star actors who have died since the original uh, uh, making of the film. So <laughs> we're gonna reanimate everybody for this one.
1: Well, that is, I mean, that's the, you know, that is the, that's the other element of it. I mean, we we, ha- we have a, a picture sequel time machine, so we are unlimited right. in, in, in what actors we want to use, what era we want to make this movie yeah. in, who's alive, who's dead, but we're actually reaching a point in cinema history where that time machine sort of exists anyway. Yeah, we are, yeah. Um, so, so you could go either way. You could choose to bring the, you could choose to bring, resurrect the actor through time travel or, uh, digitally resurrect them. Because they're going to do it anyway. Oh, God. Yeah. And a slap, slap a Mark Hamill head on it. Um, and, and let's go uh sorry yeah <laughs> i was supposed to be less depressed, so, wasn't i on this podcast okay everybody. no 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 i think but i
2: think it's i know you you bring up a really interesting point and and that's um why make a sequel to this why may if it, why uh, because like i said this is a this is one of those 82 movies that has not gone away and that is continually right. you know it, has, it is it has been an active development for many years and you know, uh, according to the trades, just as as recently as twenty nineteen, the Russo brothers announced that they were developing one and and that 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 means as much as it means, which is to say, like they develop a lot of things. um, you know, so are they actively mm-hmm. making this, or is this just one of the things on the? On the many, uh, is this one of the many films? Another embezzlement
1: scam, right. <laughs> <laughs> Or is
2: this just, is just, you know, they're they're in a position where they're able to get a lot of IP and develop it over the course of years. There's no real rush, um, yeah. you know. So, uh, you know, the, so all this to say though, like somebody somewhere right now is at their desk and this is this is on their pile of active projects. You know, this is part of the on a development executives thing. This is in their um, this is in their stable right now. And they're trying to find either if they're trying to find a writer for it, or they're trying to find a writer to rewrite the last one, or like, this is an act of development right now. And, um, I wish we had that person, uh, in front of us now, because I would want to ask them. So I'll ask you guys, like, why, yeah,
0: what the fuck are you doing?
2: <laughs> well, no, not, not, not even just, not, I don't even want to be judgmental about it. I'm just saying like, why, why, I
1: don't know. I mean, why literally, another...
0: like, what oh, are guys. you doing? <laughs> because where do you go?
1: yeah and, uh, sorry Matt I, I stepped just, on your to... question what
2: no we... uh, no you're answering it and I think Tom you you offered you preemptively offered a, a really great answer which is to say like well if we're gonna do another one let's let's uh let's stop trying to um let, let's let's do what they've been doing but twice as hard maybe
1: yeah mm-hmm. that's uh that's exactly what I am know well it's funny because
0: um... Tom, I, my one of my first instincts was to go. Like you know, scary movie it.
2: Oh, do a, do a send go, up
0: of it? Yeah, like go in that direction, and ultimately, I decided that's a whole different movie. So I'm not, you know, I didn't go that way. But it was one of my first thoughts was to do a send up.
1: Well, that I mean, that's it's what Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two is to Texas Chainsaw right. Massacre. Mm. So it's 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 not unprecedented. Um,
2: i think it's an interesting idea to change the genre because the the series in (laughs) my opinion did change the genre from one to three yes you know and uh yeah uh yeah i mean the
1: you you have no idea what you just said in relation to my kid oh (laughs)
2: fantastic
1: well i I, and and, and same here you're making me look bad. no no no,
2: same here because you, you um because i found as as you were talking i was realizing like i actually did try to um l- restore the series to its former glory i did look at it and say like mm. no 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 the first movie still holds up the first movie is still good and it was sti- yeah. and it's still a quality example of a of a <laughs> it's one of the few horror movies or scary movies i'll say it's one of the few scary movies you can watch as a family right
1: De- uh, definitely
2: and 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 i'm like i'm like wow instead of like a four quadrant horror film that's that's uh that's unusual that's unusual that's that's there seems to be some empty undeveloped land there like let's buy a couple acres really? yeah. let's buy a couple acres there and see if we can build something rather than trying to build on the limited amount of space in this other overdeveloped part of town like that's you know to to bring to bring it back to real estate development <laughs> yeah um, right, i was just gonna say <laughs> uh, You know, it's, I I feel like, um, I feel like, like that is for me anyway, when I'm considering uh, like why, why bother making a sequel to something? Why should a sequel live? Um, Mm. For me, it's about like, well, what, what haven't, what did, what is still left on the table? What is still undiscovered, undeveloped Um, rather, or to to use a, a food analogy, right? You, you serve a fantastic meal to somebody and uh, and you have a, a big dinner party, and everybody loves the meal, and you say, come back next week. Come back next week. I'm going to serve you another dinner party, and so the question is, do you make them a new meal, or do you serve mm. them leftovers? Do you just reheat what they f- failed to eat the first time, and I feel like <laughs> Poltergeist 2 and 3 are just the fucking doggy bags of Poltergeist 1, and so my my pitch was trying to go like, no, 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 let's Hold another dinner party. Let's feed them another big meal. Now I'll see if I mm. delivered on that. But that's that was my approach anyway. Mm, that's interesting.
1: I'm definitely on the warmed up leftovers side of. Uh, I I of think I'm paradigm.
0: somewhere in between. <laughs> I've got some leftovers, and I've you know no, maybe I've got a side dish for you. I don't
2: know though, uh, Tom, because it sounds like you're not serving leftovers. You're you're saying no 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 this is not a dinner party it's a food fight like you're it sounds <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right. I, you know what i mean which is ju- which is it, completely a lot of, valid lo- there's
1: a lot of why not in my yeah patch. there's a lot of why not why not go this direction why not like we already did you know poltergeist in the high rise so right why
2: not do it in space or why not yeah
1: <laughs> I, I didn't go to i didn't go to space there's one thing you can say about me i've yet to go to talk about but. christmas did you have did you set it at yeah christmas, christmas. <laughs> never added chris uh have we ever added christmas to a to a pitch not not that didn't have christmas in right. it already like Die Hard or um, right gremlins i think but like
2: really what series couldn't be completed without a christmas episode Planet of the Apes at Christmas. Well,
1: actually, my Harry Potter was a Christmas Carol ripoff. Yeah, I <laughs>
2: I, I, never I, uh, I never understood Potter. I never understood the presence of Christmas in the Harry Potter franchise because I felt like if you have a world with mm-hmm. magic, you kind of can't believe in Jesus after that. Fair point.
1: One would think. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: it it, speaking, it struck me. It ha- struck me as little as like aliens and vampires. Like you can't have them in the same movie. You can't have wizards and Jesus in the same movie.
1: Huh. Um, Do I digress? Yeah, uh, <laughs> speak, no, speak, speaking well to, dig, to digress even more, I recently saw the trailer for the new Fantastic Beasts movie, and my heart sank <laughs> when uh, Mads Mikkelsen had to say the word muggles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think this this is this this guy this is who was like one of the best actor. the best international actors. And not only is he replacing Johnny Depp in, uh, like talking post-mordecai Johnny Depp in a movie which is not which which is no fun for anyone, <laughs> he has to say the word muggles out loud <laughs> in his in his uh, mid-European drawl.
2: Mike, I think you're outnumbered here.
1: I know I, got, I can't say anything.
2: We better move care. on.
1: We better move. Speaking, I mean, speak, yeah, we got to move along. Speaking of, of, you know, surrogates. Do you want, do you, before we start, do you want, uh, I, I have some research on um, questions we asked on previous podcasts. Oh. This is fast becoming a feature. Please. Where I say, so I say something for which I have no supporting evidence. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I look it continue, up later. Continue to say it as if it's true. And then in between episodes, I go and look it up. And uh, both times I've done this now, the answer has been exactly the same, which is yes and no. <laughs> 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 the question. So when we were talking about um, uh, Bill and Ted's Face the Music mm-hmm. in our previous episode, um, uh, I speculated that. Orion was relaunched solely for the purpose of making this movie. Right. While that is not true, it's also... I can see why I got that impression. I'm only talking out of half my ass, basically, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Because this what it, Orion Pictures was uh, dormant for decades. And it's... Um, it returned to television production in 2013... Mm uh with the show paternity court of course a, uh classic <laughs> that's um, quite a shan- and that's then quite sh- a
2: champagne bottle across the bow oh i know can you imagine
1: <laughs> talk about a soft opening um and then you know uh, i think 2015 they started to um to do a marketing and distribution again um And it was 2017 that they officially revitalized as a standalone uh, studio. Um, And then in 2018, they relaunched as Orion Classics. (laughs) Um, And uh, the first Orion movie that they did with the with the logo at the front under the under the banner of being an Orion picture was uh, the remake of Child's Play, from two thousand nineteen. Oh, okay. So you know Bill and Ted's Face the Music definitely fits into that pattern of yeah, that of nowtro kind <laughs> right. of release. Mm-hmm. Now you know, sort of like old titles given given a you know a new airing, a brush off. Yeah, but now I mean, since since Face the Music come out, they've rebranded again and now that there's they're uh are sort of trying to um they're promoting movies made by underrepresented filmmakers so they're working closely with the lgbt community people with disabilities people of color women um, oh well this i like, like right but it, so so you know it, i just it's kind of fascinating when when face the music was released it was definitely on brand but now it would seem like a stodgy old white person project, right? For Orion, yeah. Since they rebranded, so. <laughs> uh, but this, but this Orion continues to reinvent itself. Mm. It's reinvented itself about five times in the last uh, ten years. Interesting. Uh, after being, you know, non-existent for for decades. All right. So there you go. Update so, corner. Up update corner. There you go. <laughs>
2: it's more like it's 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 more like you're just trying to not subject yourself to a slander lawsuit it's not, not really update it's more like a legal cya I corner you, well I don't,
1: I don't know if you i don't know if you uh, i don't know like how 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 much you've heard but that's exactly what i was trying to do when i looked up gladden um the, the gladden entertainment i said you know i said mannequin 2 was part of an embezzlement scam <laughs> Uh, continued to sort of double down on that throughout the podcast, and then I went away and did some research and found out that... Uh, you were mostly right. I was mostly, although this individual film was not implicated, the person producing it uh, was embroiled in lifelong um, embezzlement of movies. Excellent. So, uh, yes, avoiding avoiding lawsuits is, is definitely the uh, the elephant in the great, room here.
2: great. I'm happy to be here for that. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, pitching sequels. Uh, you know, usually we ask ourselves, was was this uh, easy
1: or difficult for either of you? It was easier after I gave up. Oh, I love that answer. You know, it's like after I abandoned. It's interesting my God, that you say that because that contributed... was my experience. Yeah, oh, I love that. I, like aban- I, when I abandoned all hope of contributing anything to our culture, it got very easy very quickly. All right.
2: It was easy after I gave up. Because I, I, Cause I had the
0: same exact notion where for a week I thought, what the fuck am I going to do with this movie? Yeah, And like you, I kind of, I just sort of quit thinking about it. <laughs> and then that's when an idea came.
1: Like, it's just a bad movie zen. Yeah. Kind of isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) just like you just unfocus your eyes a little bit.
2: I think I think there's there is there's a lot to be said. There's a lot to be said for not overthinking it. Um, You know, there really is. I mean, it's Mm. because I think, as we've talked about in these two movies, I think they overthought these sequels quite a bit, actually, um, in in trying to sort of contort Mm. them into. yeah Uh, the the carol ann versus kane story um and uh you know and it it just got they got way too heady um when it's like no we just we just wanted it's again it's like the best scene from poltergeist one is um is when uh she slides across the kitchen floor and and joe beth williams like puts a football helmet on her and they you know, yeah. and they 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 invite Craig T. Nelson in to see the cool thing that's going on in the kitchen. Like, um, that's really just what people want is that is is a mm. is a sense of wonder um, that uh, that the first one had, um, and um, not uh, what they ended up giving. For me, this was not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say this was difficult. It took me a couple swings to get a pitch that I liked. I kind of ran through. The fir- I ran through the first one I was like oh it should be this bum, 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 bum. and I realized I was just pitching Haunting of Hill House and I was like yeah okay that's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not do that and then, <laughs> and then I did another pitch uh, or I, 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 I sort of looked at another low hanging fruit and decided now that wasn't that. I don't care about that either um, and then, then on, the, on my third <laughs> try I actually got something where I was like I would actually go see this movie I don't know what it would be, but I would like, I would, I would, I'm interested enough to go see this movie.
1: All right. You don't go see anything. It's, it's so funny how differently our minds work, Matt. Because <laughs> I would have, I would not have made it to that third idea. You guys
2: have been doing this so much more than me, though. Like,
1: I'm, <laughs> I, I guarantee, I guarantee you, I'd be like, it's haunting of Hill House, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'd be like, "Mmm, low-hanging fruit. Mm. <laughs> I gotta eat it right away. But I don't even have to reach. I, yeah, I, I gotta get to it right away
0: before it goes bad."
2: Well, it was so funny because after I after I, I I I I wrote that low-hanging fruit in one sentence, and I was like, "Meh." That was my my response to it. And then I looked up, I did some research uh, about like all the different variations and 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 things that people have tried over the years, and. The storyline that I was going after was one of the botched sequel attempts, actually. Oh, I'm so scared that that'll be mine now. (laughs) Are we supposed to write
1: things down for this? (laughs) 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 And do research? (laughs) Can't I just open a bag of Doritos and watch Viva Zapata? Sort of think? (laughs) That's my... (laughs)
2: What... (laughs) What was that idea, Matt? The low-hanging fruit? Yeah. I just wrote, you know, um, it, you just do uh, a, a complete, uh, like a bottle episode, which is um, all about Cain and his life and his exodus to, ah. to Northern Arizona and, and, the, and the, the Mormon death cult. That was, that was, that was uh, what I was thinking. And I was like, nah, I don't care. And it, and it, and it really, it, like, it, it was only after I had written that I don't care about that that I realized, yeah, and I didn't care about it in Poltergeist 2, and I didn't care about it in Poltergeist 3. Like,
1: it was, it was, it was, like, only it's, it's never mentioned in Poltergeist 3 for that matter. Yeah, right. Poltergeist <laughs> and, and, 3 didn't even care about it.
2: right. And so, like, I I just, I was like, no, this is the exact same trap that the writers of the sequels fell into, which is like, we got to explain Kane, Mm -hmm. And,
1: uh. You know, what they actually took that from, uh, that storyline is from a Sherlock Holmes novella called The Valley of Fear. Hmm. Which has a a Mormon. That's interesting. A Mormon death, uh, death cult villain.
2: Hmm. And that's um, that they.
1: And I mean, you know, there's a lot of other fiction which has sort of, you know, featured some kind of Mormon mafia yeah. in it. Uh but, but, but as soon as I saw that, you know, the the Kane origin story, I was like, oh, this is Valley of Fear, oh. and it's even done as an origin story in the in the um, in the Valley of Fear as well. Hmm. Hmm. It starts with you know, it was when Conan Doyle was, which is very relevant to us, when 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 uh, Conan Doyle was tired of writing the character and have been forced by popular opinion to bring it back and so he just wrote whatever novel he wanted to write and then had Sherlock Holmes investigating a like a uh, a modern day version of the same crime and then they'd have like a 100 page origin story mm. in between Sherlock Holmes going mhm i see <laughs> i understand <laughs> oh wow wow so all right so i'll
2: show you mine if you show me yours <laughs> <laughs>
1: i i, I want to let the guests go no first. all right <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay i no I I, I I i that's that's just that's my own false fear um uh yeah i'll go first that's fine um yeah so like i said i i i um this i i arrived at this after uh doing hill house and um uh you know a conan doyle ripoff um <laughs> so okay so this is uh so i decided to do poltergeist four like i'm i i am continuing the story warts and all um from one two and three and we're going to pick up carol ann and she's an adult now um oh, for fuck's and sake mm-hmm. so she is she <laughs> is sort God. of she is sort of fitting into the joe beth williams role she's married to a conservative she has a child and she keeps her clairvoyant powers to herself right she Has suppressed them in an effort. uh, She has suppressed them in an effort to live a normal life. Um, And she's just trying to kind of, she's denying her past and all that stuff. But then one day, Robbie shows up. And Robbie Mm. is a drug addict. And he's been in and out of rehabs. Carol Ann takes him in over the wishes of her husband. She sets Robbie up in the garage and she lets him detox. Uh, but while Carol Ann has resolved to move on with her life, Robbie remains fixated on the traumas of the past. When he tries to talk...
1: Where is the set? Huh? Where is the set?
2: In whatever suburban enclave that Carol Ann okay. lives. We're... So
1: she's back in California.
2: We're back in suburbia. We're back in cul-de-sacs. Okay. We're back in that, um, that, okay. that, that uh, suburban ideal. Um, so when Robbie tries to talk to her about... The past, she shuts him down. She refuses to have the conversation altogether. But as Robbie uh, detoxes, as he dries out, he starts to experience uh, these hauntings again. Uh, Carol Ann mm. doesn't believe him when he, when he says it, she's saying he's just hallucinating because he's detoxing. And, and in fact, that might, in fact, what it might be, but mm. Robbie believes them to his bones and he fears for Carol Ann's daughter because he sees her as being sort of the next Carol Ann. So in order to, to protect this daughter, Robbie abducts Carol Ann's daughter and runs away with her to keep her safe. Whoa! So the story, the middle of the movie is Carol Ann having to go get her daughter back, not from the spirit world, but from her addict brother. Meanwhile, the poltergeists are chasing Robbie and this little girl. Right. And so the only way that Carol Ann is going to get her daughter back and her brother and by patching this family up again is by one, accepting the truth of her powers and using them for good, uh, essentially becoming Tangina. Um, And in the end, uh, uh, the, the big reveal is that the poltergeist are not chasing the little daughter at all, but they're actually chasing Robbie and that and that Carol Ann has to perform a cleansing on her brother. Because he is also a lightning rod for the spirits, not just Carol Ann. So it's it's that's kind of what the movie would be. So Russo brothers, if wow. you're listening,
1: <laughs> I was gonna say this is a real shop window for you that we're probably. Yes. Yeah, right.
2: Joe, Anthony, um. you have my number.
1: <laughs> that's it. Well, I will, and that's the thing. If this project ever comes to fruition, we will remember. What the alternative could have been, yeah, right.
2: Yeah, it could have been the rise of Kane, <laughs>
1: <laughs> could have been Haunting of Hill, Hill House, yeah, Cid- Citizen Kane, or uh, <laughs> or Pol- Poltergeist 4, right? It's just called that. I don't
2: know what it's called, sure, Poltergeist 4, or
1: Warts and all. I, I like Warts and all as a sub, yeah, all. <laughs>
2: right, Warts and all. Um, Robbie, yeah. I just want to see Robbie as a drug Robbie's addict. Robbie's revenge. I just want to see Robbie as a drug addict because that kid did not make it out of that braces incident unscarred. Unscathed. Yes. No, he is he's been he has been uh he's been hitting it hard for a long time. So
1: Yeah. So All that's right. my sequel. I like it. Awesome. Yeah. Mike I like
0: it so much because most of it's mine. Excellent. <laughs>
1: I like it so much. I bought the company. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I tell you what. <laughs> well, fill fill in the gaps for us yeah, then. Like, I think what 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 part of that is not in your fish?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so ours ours men are remarkably similar. Uh, I too am calling mine Poltergeist Ooh. Four, but I will have a subtitle called <laughs> The Well of Souls crossover. Yeah, we almost have uh, uh, duplicate pitches. The, the the big difference in mine is that uh, we're not in suburbia. So Carol Ann has put herself uh-huh. uh, still in California, but uh, you know, isolated, like a farm. Mm. And away from everyone else, because it's sort of the one place we haven't been uh-huh. yet. Mm-hmm. And I like the idea of when the shit goes down, there's almost nowhere you can go Mm -hmm. because you're just isolated. Uh, And like you, she she is married uh, and I, I have a, uh, she uh, has a a son. So I'm doing a sequel inversion where the son is now the one with uh, the powers. And like you, so what I had decided was um, she almost uh, had a mental block sort of everything that had happened to her kind of vanished away. And... Which is more,
1: more Stephen King.
0: Yeah, it, exactly. That's
1: the, the essence of it, that isn't it? That they, uh, they've all blocked it yeah. out. Right, <laughs> right,
0: exactly. So... She, uh, she almost has to, you know, be reminded of what it is she needs to do because we're going to bring back the band because at some point, you know, in the beginning we're going to have... The ghosts start, you know, fucking with us, and who who you gonna call? You're gonna call your mom and your brother. I'm gonna say Craig T. Nelson's dead.
1: I wouldn't. When you when you're you're already in Ghostbusters afterlife territory, so let's not (laughs) bring in who you're gonna call.
0: I know how how uh, disgruntled you were (laughs) for Ghostbusters afterlife. I went ahead and get. I gave it some some worthy nominations in the How Dare You this heard, year I yous heard, for you, Tom. <laughs> but that's the crux of mine. We're gonna we're gonna have Joe Beth Williams come back, and the brother and and you're gonna have that idea of the family has to come together mm-hmm. with love to once again. And of course, no Cain, new ghosts, and it's just because. <laughs>
1: new Uh, ghost you're gonna love (laughs) it
0: I got two words here new ghosts (laughs) that should be the subtitle poltergeist ford every time you see a ghost it's old I'm gonna make them new (laughs) (laughs) but uh, it'll be the sun that's the lightning rod now Mm. and but you can see you know what I liked about the first one Matt was this idea of motherhood and then that'll translate to Joe Beth Williams being a mother to her daughter still, who has to be a mother to her mm-hmm. son. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's that's poltergeist for oh. So what's so the well of souls? The well of souls is because there's a well, there's a, there's well, a well, there's a well on the property, and uh, underneath it Full is. <laughs> Underneath the well on the property is is
1: where uh, where also where, happens uh, in Ghostbusters. Afterlife. A mass grave
0: was. There was a mass grave on the site.
2: So she lives on a second mass grave.
1: Yeah. Oh, she's a better realtor. I'm just saying. I had considered. I had
0: considered like like my one of my first thoughts were, she buys this property, but she says, now, what was here before? No fucking cemeteries, yeah. right? And so there there was no plotted cemetery, but th- the idea was, uh, you know, some marauders or something mm.
1: <laughs>
0: did some dirty deeds on the land, unbeknownst to everyone. I think
1: you should keep the subtitle, not have the Well of Souls enter into the story at all. And just at one point when she's walking across the property with, like, introducing, like, the realtor is taking her to the farm. And we just hear this we see a a well and we just hear Ooh! And he said, Don't worry about that, that's just a well of souls. That's that's across the property line that has nothing to do <laughs> and then and then we build an- anticipation for a you know, Kong versus uh a, what, what is it, Kong Skull Island style for whatever the for a for a well of souls <laughs> franchise. Spun Excellent. off from uh... But it has nothing to do with the story. Just occasionally people walk past the well of souls and we hear it.
0: (laughs) Tom has had issues with my titles lately. (laughs) In his defense, uh, one of them was just to piss him off.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, more than one. I guarantee it. Excellent. So let's hear right, your Tom. "I don't care," Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, 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 I think I, I, I've made in making bad choices. I think I've made good choices because I have no overlap with any of this. Uh, I'm it. not even in. I'm not even Excellent. back in. I'm not in. I'm not in suburban California. I'm staying in Chicago. With that is great, Polterheist. <gasps> yes okay oh, I like this already okay. <laughs> so
0: this is like a 13 ghosts kind of a thing
1: yes so uh caroline actually we have the same starting point caroline is is uh it's 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 the it's 20 you know it's 30, let's say 30 years after the events of poltergeist three sure all right she remained in chicago is now a, a a realtor and she ends up she doesn't own an art gallery no and and uh when we first see her she is showing the high rise building um from Poltergeist 3 she's showing an apartment in there um and uh she's she basically ends up without knowing it that she's that she's showing the apartment that her aunt and uncle used to have. And she realises it's the same place. Um, Tangina appears in one of the many mirrored walls in that apartment.
2: <laughs> they haven't redecorated. <laughs> uh,
1: no, it's, it's, it's fashionable. Like, mirrored walls are the thing again in, in interior okay. design, let's say. Um, and so Tangina appears and she says you, you said you must you must bring me the necklace you remember the necklace mm. from poltergeist 3 certainly uh, which had be- no bearing I on didn't... the plot and in fact, I think at some point... No, Tom, we need to find her
2: necklace.
1: Tom Skerritt. Scar- yeah. Scar- I forgot to mention that. Nancy Allen's like, I have this. Right. And I th- yeah, exactly. At some point. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, we don't need that. that that's that got nothing to do with anything. So, okay. so It's like Taylor's spear. Yeah. It's like, where did that come from? <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, so Caroline gets on the phone to her uncle, Tom Scarrett. Uh, Who's so Tom Skerritt? He's involved. He's involved. (laughs) Tom Skerritt's involved. Nice. He's he's part of the Poltergeist. And uh, through their conversation, and he's on the phone. If you can't get him in the film, get him on the phone. Um, And in the conversation, we discover that um, what happened after the events of Poltergeist Three is they ended up with this necklace. They put it in a safe deposit box. In, uh, in a in um, a in a bank in Chicago, basically, it's like, we'll keep you know keep it here, keep it safe under lock and key, no one can get to it. But now Tangina's until we have to heist it. Now now Tangina is come back say I need the necklace, um so
0: from the other side
1: from from the other side of the mirror, um and. <laughs> So Carol, you know Caroline, uh, Tom Skerritt saying, "Just leave it where it is. I'm sure, you know, it, I'm sure it's all going to be fine. We never needed that necklace. It, 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 it. <laughs> so why would we need it now? It was a MacGuffin that, then. It's a MacGuffin now. Yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> a MacGuffin then. It's a MacGuffin now. And uh, but Caroline ignores his advice. She she goes to the bank, to the safe deposit box to retrieve the necklace. As she's she's in the the uh, the room with all the lockers. A bank robbery commences while she's in there. And we you know, we are introduced to the crew of bank robbers. Um they just they're just there for a straight you know, straight give me the money, put the money in a bag, take it. But one of one of Take this next one of the bank but one of the bank robbers, the one who's taking care of crowd control, sees that Carol Ann is about to take something out of the safe deposit box, and he can't resist finding out what's in there in case it's a precious piece of expensive jewelry. So he makes her open it up, and she's like, "Look, I, I, I don't know what will happen when I open this box. Like, we, we, we like that this necklace is, you know, involved in some, you know, pa- it, it, it's." It, and he's like, "No, no, no, that's all excuses." Ghostly, let's open this up. It opens it up, and immediately the ghost of Cain comes out, possesses this bank robber. <laughs> but leaves just enough time for Carolan to escape to another part of this, uh, another part of this bank. So we've got mm-hmm. kind of like a diehard thing going on where you know, the yeah. the ghost of Cain has possessed this bank robber he, he, there's a hostage <laughs> situation but also, and now the police are surrounding the building cause, because you know, uh, now how many floors are there? Right, exactly, yeah. On? So it, the bank or the building... It's <laughs> one which, of those
2: old-timey banks. I see it. Yeah, yeah.
1: So she's running around this building trying to escape uh, the ghost of Kane, who has a, a crew of bank robbers at his disposal. There's a hostage situation. there's SWAT team's outside. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and so that's that's kind of... That's the rest of the movie. But at some point in the movie, you know, in good... Actually, this is more of a like a hostage. This is more of like a dog day afternoon kind of scenario. Because... Uh, you know it goes on it goes on for hours and hours into the night and the family come her family come back Craig T Nelson Joe Beth Williams Robbie uh, Dana everyone comes back even those have been written out of the of the franchise history <laughs> and they they arrive and you know the cop who's on the scene with his walkie-talkies sort of like saying you know we're uh we're, we're waiting for the family to come um, to try, you know, to to try and to help and show their support, and at that point, Craig T. Nelson arrives and he says, "We're here." Oh, <laughs> you,
2: you you fit in the line. Look
1: at you! Look at you!
2: I didn't. That didn't even occur to me to 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 to, to pretzel. Which that is line which into is like
1: pitch. it's it's like a it's a combo of all of all the catchphrases in one. And I'm realizing like right now, it's the only permutation left. It's the only permutation yeah, left.
0: I I just realized that could have so easily been in my pitch. Um, mom, mom shows up. We're and here.
1: Actually, you know, some overlap with Mike's pitch in that it's the family. It's the bringing together, the reunion of the family that that causes the ghost mm-hmm. of Cain to falter, and for Caroline to, uh, to get away. The twist at the end of the movie, however, is that once Caroline gets the um, Carolyn. She 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 gets the control of the necklace. She gets out of the she gets out of the bank. She's reunited with her family. We find out that we flash back to when um, uh, to the the ending of Poltergeist three, where we didn't see Caroline's face as she was over Tom Skerritt's shoulder. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't Carol Ann who returned, it was a demonic version of Carol Ann. And she's found a way- You're gonna go US on this! so she's found a way to get control of the necklace that Tom Skerritt had had, uh, secured away in this bank, and now she has control of it, and that more supernatural shenanigans (laughs) will ensue. I like
2: that the demonic version of Carol
1: Ann (laughs) waited 30 years and became a real estate agent! (laughs) <laughs> and then she, then she made and then and she ste- then she makes off with her dad's car. I was going to say that is on par with Taylor's long
2: con. <laughs> that Kane would be Can like, I know. Over her dad on the way out like there's only one way for me to get that necklace and that's to get my real estate license. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so she's been she's been long conning them all the time. And now she, oh, has con- now she has control of the other side, and Caroline is still trapped on the other side of the mirror.
2: I actually love that pitch. I love yeah. that pitch. Here's here's the thing. Just and you can take this. For that quick. pitch made me so happy. This, this is. Um, I first of all, I loved your approach on that pitch. The like, well, I don't. You I mean nobody else seemed to care Why should <laughs> Nobody else gives a shit. Why should I?
0: Just <laughs> so, change, change
1: I one letter that, of the cause... title and run with it.
2: Because, I'm gonna because, triple yeah. down on Kane. Now, in the same way that Poltergeist Three, I felt like was encumbered by the fact that it had to have Carol Ann and Kane, and like could have been like a, a just a decent haunted skyscraper movie. Yeah. Um, I feel like your pitch, like if you just said, "Hey, it's a bank heist gone wrong," yeah. that when they open up a safe deposit box, they open yeah. up the, the the door to hell.
1: Yeah.
2: I feel like you've just you have just. You know, did a mashup? You did a mashup of heist You're mashing and horror genre, genres. Yeah, and and you just go ahead and print your money. Like like I, I feel like that that idea is a really great. I would love to see that movie of a of a heist gone wrong in a supernatural way. Well, well, that sounds we'll, like see heat turned into a into
0: a horror movie.
2: Yeah, yeah, just like. It, it's like the the thing you didn't expect to be in the safe deposit box. Yeah. Uh, you open it up and it's a demon. Unlike like, unlike Poltergeist that's three,
0: that's a happy surprise. Right.
2: Yeah, I would I would totally I would be all in on that movie. Yeah. Um. It, but but you would have to take it away from the Poltergeist franchise. But that's what um, makes it in the spirit
1: of the Poltergeist series that you don't know how good an original idea you have, and you right and exactly. you hamstring it with a bunch of legacy character with this Mm -hmm.
2: with this succubus of a franchise
1: (laughs) Um. so i wanted to be i wanted to be true to that tradition um you 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 did it you (laughs) nailed it
2: you absolutely nailed it um and uh yeah you, you that is the correct approach for this i feel like the i feel like the only way like stepping back like the only way to um the only way that i could like stomach like another Poltergeist movie being in the in the universe is if it were a series and it was Carolan as Tangina. Mm-hmm. Well, that's sort of going exists, from house, doesn't
1: it? Isn't that what Poltergeist going from house to house? Poltergeist: The Legacy. Is it it's... like the Ghost
2: Whisperer or something? Yeah, because like
1: there is a Poltergeist
0: show that came out at some point. The the, I think you're right, Tom. The Legacy.
1: Uh, and it has there's no resemblance that that is a. I don't think it's an anthology series, but I don't think it's. Oh, a group of poultry locate, retrieve, confiscate, or otherwise do what it takes to fix haunting situations. Yeah. So basically there are I it's, feel like... it's, it's about a team of Tanginas.
2: Yeah, I think that's <laughs> the I think that's the um that would be a way to do it, um uh that would be like minimally invasive. Um you know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than having to do what Mike and I did, which was like try to, um, try to salvage a story about this family that like got yeah um, got buried in over the course of two movies. My, my I think mine was different from yours, and Mike, in that I I just really was like I I, I stopped. I, I just wanted were, to make it. You were
0: all in on Robbie.
2: Well, I wanted to make it about siblingship and not about parenthood. Mm. That was. I that actually was like cool. that idea too. Like when you said that, it occurred to
0: me I could omit the parents from mine and just make it a sibling thing, and that that's interesting. I like yeah. that. Yeah,
2: I, I feel like I feel like um, uh, Robbie gets gets kicked around a lot in those two movies, and never really nobody ever really is worried right. about how any of this is affecting him, and um, uh, and so. Yeah, I I just I felt like my original thing when I was doing the Hill House ripoff, it was like I I sort of tried to imagine where everybody was 30 years later. And then like, you know, uh, and um, and and then using the events of the story to kind of try to reassemble that family. But then I realized, like, I don't care about that family anymore. Like they (laughs) I I don't know. I don't like like once Stephen and Diane gave their daughter away, like I kind of gave up on them. Yeah, fuck them um you know
1: yeah absolutely but like and i'm
2: saying like this is you know what we're what we're sort of laughing about and and casually um batting around ideas about a about a, a, a poltergeist sequel like this is someone's actual job today so right yeah. now right <laughs> this is this is a problem on someone's desk And, and And I just,
0: yeah, exactly. And I just, this is
2: someone's blank piece of paper. Somebody is looking at this and going like, how do we, how do we do this? And then, uh, you know, so I, I, I kind of circle back to the question I asked at the beginning, which is like, why, why, Mm -hmm. why do another poltergeist? What's the, what's the, um, is it to, uh, serve up leftovers to have a food fight to, uh, um, or to feed people again? Um, and it, it I don't know. Be, I kind of like. To, the, I, mean, I kind of like the food fight.
1: It would be to see uh, I, the the survive those who survive. Um, mm-hmm. It would be, I imagine, re- uh, the stro- strongly. I'm sure someone is strongly proposing a a Halloween style poltergeist. Right. Re- requel. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's left. Meaning is Craig what? T. Nelson still alive? Who's still alive?
0: They're all still alive. They're all still alive. Apart from the ones Zelda that Rubenstein died at the time. Except,
2: except the ones that... Yeah, except yeah, that the ones that say, died. We the have the ones that died shortly tragically after filming. Murdered tra-
1: but in the, murdered, in the past 30 years, disease. everyone has survived. Again, not cursed. Um, <laughs> okay.
0: And gone on to careers, right.
1: Yeah. So...
0: Well, there you have it. You Three win, Tom. pitches and uh, good one. You win. polterheist. Polterheist. I'm all in. Polterheist. Fucking what a good time. Polterheist. I'm on board for polterheist. I can in, I, in my head. I that. can
1: see the trailer where the the G spookily transforms into an H. <gasps> exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. And and you know let's like I. I I want to be true to the spirit of the good version of this movie, which has nothing to do with poltergeist where the trailer at least would have no suggestion that there was paranormal involved until about halfway through. No, not,
2: not until they open
1: the box. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It's a heist movie until they open the box yeah. and then all hell breaks loose, which is and the then tag line. <laughs> And then it's a geist movie. It's a geist movie. And then that's you get it, have, Geist, That's you get a new have...
1: genre, Geist movie, ghost based heist movies. I love
0: and it. And then you get to have, you know, seventy-three scenes of bank robbers talking to each other like, why why does the leader why does Scorpio want to kill this girl? Exactly,
1: so bad? yeah, yeah.
0: Why does why does he
1: <laughs> why Scorpio. why does he keep bashing coffee? <laughs> why is he telling me to take wives? Um <laughs> <laughs> Why is this ghost trying
2: to give me literature all the time?
0: <laughs> Came
1: he's he's, me underwear. He's riding around on his little bike now and.
0: Ah, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. everyone <laughs> we'll put a we'll put a poll out and you get to vote yeah. so uh, which one do you like do you do you like Poltergeist 4 Poltergeist 4 The Well of Souls or Polter Heist
1: and we'll you know the winner will be submitted to the Russo Brothers yeah there you go because they I'm sure they meeting. need
2: something they're I'm sure they're, they're this is they're sweating this <laughs>
0: Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us an email to everythingsequel at gmail.com and pitch us your sequel. We'll read it on air. Oh, boy. Anything uh, you'd like to uh, pitch, Matt? Not pitch, <laughs> but anything
2: you want to promote?
1: What was Sorry. wrong with Poltergeist 4?
2: <laughs> you just saw my eyes get really wide. <laughs>
0: You got anything coming up that you want uh, people to look out for, um, or how about the number two movie on Netflix right now?
2: <laughs> <laughs> By some strange quirk of the algorithm, yeah. Um, no, I mean I uh, um, I I was I was I was fortunate enough to uh, get to work uh, on uh, the Lightyear movie that's coming out in uh, in June. Oh wow! Um, yeah, and so I'm so excited for the world to see that um you know I, I i feel like um uh yeah i'm i'm proud of the work that i did but i did a very uh tiny tiny bit um compared to the mountain of labor that went into the finished uh, uh, uh film but i was i'm really I'm, I'm very proud that uh that my name's somewhere on that film and i can't wait i can't wait to see the finished thing which i haven't seen yet um nice. but uh angus uh Angus I'm sure has made one hell of a movie and um and uh yeah I think it's I think it's going to be pretty 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 amazing. Well, so, me and my
1: 4-year-old will all be right. there on opening. Yeah the premiere. exactly. Yeah
2: it's uh it's 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 going to be pretty it's going to be pretty rad. It's going to be pretty rad.
0: Well by all means keep 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 eyes and ears out for that everyone. Lightyear coming to you in June. Tom anything coming up for you?
1: Uh, just plugging away at this, uh, at our, our noble, noble Craig work here on the Everything All, Sequel podcast. Our noble effort here on the podcast. Everything or Nothing Sequel. Yeah. Our James Bond sequel mini series is ongoing as are our watch alongs. Mm-hmm. So head over to you. I would Check say just our YouTube head channel. over to YouTube. There's a whole visual world, visual counterpart world, a mirror universe, if you will, of, uh, of video podcasts that we have for the, for Everything Sequel.
0: Absolutely. And uh, for myself, uh, my continued work here on uh, the Everything Sequel podcast, but of course we have the sister podcast, the How Dare You podcast, with uh, co-host Lady Chew, the movie novice, in which a movie fanatic and a movie novice uh, meet to uh, talk about, well, both the good and the bad from Hollywood. Right. So check that out. The How Dare You podcast excellent show <laughs> all right that's it for tom stewart of lonesome whistle productions and our special guest star matthew aldrich michael chance here of the how dare you awards say goodbye matt
1: goodbye <laughs> and say goodbye tom and don't forget the cilantro was that, the, was that the speaking one? of the Godfather? Was that the uh, this the late '80s yuppie version of uh, take the gun, leave the cannoli, don't forget the cilantro? Um, what was your quotable, <laughs> Matt? The wasn't that right? Oh, no, it actually
2: wasn't that. Although I love that line. the The quotable I thought you were going to do was Nancy Allen from Pro, uh, Poltergeist Three. She screams at Tom, scared at one point. "Quote: What does it matter? Who the hell goddamn cares?" <laughs>
0: i wrote that line
2: down i forgot to mention it on the episode
0: it's like it's like there was some who the hell who the goddamn hell cares you know like
1: the kind of uh, the way that psychics do automatic writing i have a feeling that was a line automatic written into the script and the, like, yes. just... it, or it just
2: it appeared in the script and nobody claimed having written it, it yeah, was like, yeah it was a, it was the ghost yeah did you write that line no i didn't was no. it an ad lib no it was in the script I don't. Check with the script supervisor. She's missing. Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) What script supervisor? There hasn't been a script supervisor here (laughs) for 30 years. No, she was sitting right there. (laughs) She was standing by that
2: mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. That's it, everyone. Until next time, Tom and I, of course, will be back. Matt, we can't thank, thank you, you so enough. Much. It's been such a treat.
2: This was great, guys. And uh, 1982 Project will be uh, dropping uh, now. So go find it wherever yeah. you listen to the pods. Now <clears throat> no, true. Now All right.
1: They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They'll try new beers. They'll tell you about beers. Think of them as your beer sheriffs guiding you up a foamy headed mountain to reach the peak of your pint. God, I need a beer.